This NFL draft props edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Riffer. Riffer is your home for mini podcasts from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Subscribe to our Riffer channel today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash R I F F R. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash R I F F R. I pity the fool that don't listen to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I am Sean smoking that green with my partner in picks, Ryan real high Kramer. What's happening? Cram dog. What? Hold on. My mind is blown. I did not expect that at all. It is. We're doing this uh, podcast, taping it on 420. We're live on 420. Hello. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Thought we would, uh, you know, give a little 420 shout out. Getting the getting the spirit of the holiday. It's also a Doge Day, Ryan. So of course, buy uh, that Doge coin. It is it is Doge Day. Yes. Uh, if you aren't on the rocket ship, mm-hmm. I think there's still time. Uh, if you are on the rocket ship, cheers. Well, and if you're uh, here's to you, I, I cheers off screen because you know, you know the sponsors <laughs> don't like that kind of thing. Happy 420, Sean. And uh, we uh, we're doing a little uh, giveaway with the Dogecoin for Doge Day. All you got to do, still time if you're uh, if you're watching live, is head over to our Twitter at Gambling Podcast and retweet the uh, pin tweet uh, that has the uh, doge dog taking over the world with the SGPN logo. So uh, check I, that out. Sean, how did you get come to that number? That very per- precise number <laughs> when well, we're giving out 69.420 doge coin again, you know, doge completely worthless uh, cryptocurrency, but that's, that's where the value is in doge. It's funny. It's a meme based cryptocurrency. We're taking over the world. If everyone buys it and we all become uh, billionaires off it. So lock that up. And again, uh, still time to get in on that. Kramer, you, yes. you came, uh, I think it was yesterday or, or yeah, it was this morning. It's kicking off 420. You're like, you, you have to see this audio. You have to s- listen to this and we have to play it on the show. And of course, this is the NFL draft props. We're going to be giving out a million dollars in prop <laughs> bets on the NFL draft. Kramer, already got my million down by the way. Yes. But, we we have a lot of people complain about the draft prop limits. We have a connection over at WinBet. They take care of us. They're yes. willing to take one million dollars worth of our action. So, Kramer, they're not we- pussies. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, that's what you're beating around the exactly. bush. Exactly, that's what I'm getting at. All right, and uh, as I try to do this without uh, without making a ton of, all right, let's do this, Sean. Nope, still muted. I somehow muted it now. I mute all my tabs. 
because I don't want noise to play while mm. we're doing the. And then now I want the noise to play a, a lot of in little behind a, the scenes for of, the listeners. <laughs> I was ready to say I, I reverse jinxed myself. Long story short. All right. What's up, y'all? This is your boy Stephen A. It's April twentieth. 2021. And I just thought I'd take a moment to remind y'all to stay off the weed. (laughs) Well put. He really hits the D. He really hangs on it. You gotta appreciate our boy Uh, Stephen A. Even with his narc like message of not wanting to smoke weed and being completely closed minded. it felt a little bit like he wasn't being authentic there. Like I, I saw, I, I made eye contact with a, someone who likes to smoke weed during that video, yeah. looking at Stephen A's eyes. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're here it's to talk time. about the NFL draft. We're also here to talk about win bets. When we get down on some of these draft props, why don't you head over to winbet.com? That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. Sign up over there and a uh, up to a five hundred dollar. That's right, five hundred dollar risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get all the details over at winbet.com. They got the best promos, the best odds, and the parlay boost. WinBet has it all. Ken. Can't go to Las Vegas right now. Don't worry. Las Vegas can come to you. It can be sitting in the palm of your hand. The excitement, the action, the joy of being in a Las Vegas sports book. Right in right in simple app form, Ryan. I don't know how they do it. All I know is you gotta go to winbet.com, get that five hundred dollar risk-free sports bet. Let's do it. Sean, I crack one open. I just had an amazing idea. A lot of our audience mm. of the classic generation. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, folks, maybe our age or older. Okay, uh, they're gonna they're they're gonna take a little bit to get used to the online app experience. But mm. when they get there, I, I you know what? A complimentary application for for some smart person to figure out. I want an app where I can print on my printer a ticket. Well, and like, give me the dotted lines. My kids will, will cut it out for me. You know how my kids cutting out the, the printed <laughs> tickets Win bet. They have something pretty close when you put in the bet yeah. a little, like it, it, it has like an animation of I the ticket that. printing out as if you're at the sports book, as if you're about to be handed a nice drink ticket <laughs> that you can go cash in for a nice cold Coors light. Well, and that's where we're getting to, right? Like Starbucks, a, a dollar off a Starbucks coupon with your bet. Yes. Uh, hey, Apple, where's the printer on the phone for our bets? Let's <laughs> when go. The win bet takes over and uh, more states added every day. So make sure you check them out. Ryan, we just did yes. our mock draft podcast. Again, shout out to all the SGPN contributors, friends and family. We had uh, one person for each draft pick. Uh, we handled, of course, the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys. And uh, it was awesome. Tons of fun. Check that out. Obviously, evergreen episode until the actual draft happens. And then Mark your calendars Thursday draft NFL draft round one simulcast. If you remember last year, uh, we did it. It was a t- it was a super fun. We're basically on air for three hours. Uh, I will probably put down ten cores light in that process. Uh, Colby's going to be here. He's going to be man in the bar, and we're going to be bringing on friends contributors again. You know, representing each team. Uh, you know, reacting live like, hey, who do you want? What what's going on? And then reacting live to uh, who they end up drafting. So that's I, I'm 
so excited for the draft. Looking forward. I'm looking at it right now on my screen. I'm looking at the guest list. We, you know, we have heavy SGP heavy hitters such as Boston Capper. Yes, Dick it's Olson. A baby fucking wheel man. already locked up. Patty C. NC Ooh. Nick. Are you kidding me? I assume Ryan P- McKee has nothing better to do than talk <laughs> cards. Well, I mean, it's going to be a, a, a locked and loaded lineup. I, it's going to be a shit show, Sean. It's going to be fun. No, and, I'm uh, drinking whiskey all night with my Coors Light. Yeah, just, we'll just be we'll be uh, you know having some drafts, having some uh, some drafts on draft night, cr- cracking some open, and then uh, on Thursday we we got a another podcast talking FCS playoffs. Of course, we're going to be doing an releasing an FCS playoff bracket challenge with a prize <laughs> Which, cash prize, possibly crypto prize, Ryan. Oh, I, I like the crypto prize. You're thinking outside the box and you know, not to toot my own horn, but the, uh, the, I, I have not seen a better looking FCS bracket mm. on the internet than ours right now. Yeah. So download that FCS bracket. Now start looking over the matchups. We also already taped it in the can. Yeah. We'll be dropping it Thursday with the, uh, with the podcast. We're also going to be doing some bonus UFC action with uh, Jeff uh, Fox from the uh, MMA gambling podcast. But we got an interview with mm. the head or the, uh, the quarterback at Southern Illinois stone Labanowitz and uh I mean, Stone is a true. Hashtag Dejans only. In the truest uh, sense, the guy was a great. It was a great interview. Super excited to have him on the show. Not because we haven't had our fair share of guys on the show, legends mm. of their own uh, walk of life. Uh, Stone was up there. Stone brought H- hard for me to make a list from any angle of guests on this show. Yeah, where Stone isn't near the top, and. and you know, pulling back the curtain even further, just seeing the raw emotion on his face. He won't be on video for the episode, but seeing his emotion when we discuss some things, Sean. Like he was, you said, he's he's excited DJ. for that game. He's, he's excited for their season. It's it's real to him. It is. It's still real to me. All right, enough messing around. Let's give out some yeah. uh, NFL draft props. Kramer, I'll let you kick things off. Of course, a million dollars on the table, laying them down. What do you got? What is your first draft prop? How much you paying? How much you laying? Uh, yeah, because I'm, I guess I'm just fucking anal. I uh, I did mine in reverse order, from biggest <laughs> bet to smallest bet. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's start. 150 grand uh, on a minus 150. Najee Harris, first running back drafted. Uh, you know there are some other ways you can play this. I think you're gonna play one of those. But I I, uh, I got to be honest. I, I just don't see him falling out of the first round, and, and and I I don't see too many versions where he isn't taken by the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, and I and I one well, and, and as me. insurance that maybe he doesn't go to the Steelers at twenty four. I just don't see him falling to the second round because I think someone's gonna bite. Someone might come back up. I think there actually is a little value to getting a running back on that uh, fifth-year option deal because you can almost that could be his career. You know, like you get that yeah. five years and done. Uh, so I, I'm I'd be shocked. So 150 to win 100 grand. Uh, Najee Harris first running back drafted. Well, and and to to that point, I I know they had some over unders on. Uh, on total running backs drafted in the first round. I think it was only set at a half, although the juice was pretty wild. So right? I've seen some shops setting it at a half with like crazy juice. I've seen others with a one and a half, the juice being crazy the other, the other way. Seems like most 
most people think there's going to be one. Yeah. And most people think it's going to be the Steelers taking that one. So, all right. My first prop bet Kramer, I'm laying $75,000 to win 225 grand. It is a plus 300 dog. Give it to me. First defensive player drafted Mika Parsons at plus 300. To me, I think there's a ton of value here. Now I know everyone, I don't know, like to me, the pricing on Detroit's pick, and I'm really yeah. looking at Detroit's pick. Cause if you bring up the draft board, uh, it seems like that is the first team that actually probably will go defense, right? Cause one, two, and three lock it up. Definitely quarterback. And then even from four, you're you're probably going. I think four, five, six, almost certainly all offensive players, and probably because of the trade possibilities, like you could see more quarterbacks. Yeah, you could see someone coming up to get pits. So I, I would be to your point. I think I think the the draft, uh, the de- first defensive player from an opportunity standpoint, seventh pick is where it's at. Yeah, seventh pick with the Detroit Lions. I, I think are really there in that mix. I mean. I, I just keep coming back to that. that Is it the, weird that I just keep thinking Dan Campbell's a linebacker? Like I'm approaching the Lions I, I, like he's I a mean, linebacker. When a coach comes to town, they really make a point out of okay, this first pick, this yeah. is going to epitomize the new physical, tenacious Detroit Lion team. If you're trying to instill like a physicality into your program, isn't Mika Parsons the kind of guy you draft? Like, why waste this pick on a receiver when you have Jared Goff, who's yeah. not your long-term answer at quarterback? Why invest in skill guys here for this team? I, I don't see it. And you could even talk to me about the Denver Broncos. If the Denver Broncos, if Elway gets his way and, and they really do stick to lock, or if the quarterback they wanted is gone by nine. They don't have a chance to trade up. I could see him being a nice addition to that Broncos defense. And then, and Broncos just kind of leaning into making their defense stronger. I, the way that I would look at this, because I I think I'm also on this so we can, we can kind of talk about it in in tandem. Uh, I have uh, 50,000 to win 150,000. So you're a pussy, Uh, a little bit more of a pussy (laughs) than you. Yes. Um, so I would say, like, you're basically playing the game. Will he go before Dallas takes Sertan at ten? And and I think you have a Lions team that could trade down. Needs a lot. They need a lot. They could also well, take it, him. Panthers team needs a lot. Could trade down. Could also take him. And and, and so I think. Uh, and, and then uh, who, who who's picking at nine? Remind me, I'm not looking at the draft. Broncos. Bron- oh, and then the Broncos. Who know? Who knows what's going on? Well, with that pick? And, and one even if he slides a little bit, uh, I think there's a world where Dallas actually does go offense and figures out a way to get Kyle Pitts. I don't think that is mm. off the question. If Devonta Smith is off the board at 11 for the Giants, he could even end up end up there. And I think Quiddy Pay is well is the first defensive lineman drafted, but I don't think he is such a lock. Or no, he's certainly not a lock over uh, over these other two guys. But certain over um, Mika Parsons to me is not a lock in any in any sense. And plus three hundred, uh, there's just you, you got to give it a shot. I also think that there there's a version of the Mika Parsons story where he was he was like a lock safe prospect, like top five pick. He opts out. Obviously, you'd like to see him play. That's a year of development at a key age, all of that good stuff. Still, what do Teams love they love these versatile linebackers. 
Oh, look at that. The remote turned off. We, we they love they love versatile linebackers that can cover these athletic tight ends. And he can that also can play rush sideline to sideline. And he can rush and, the passer. And can get to the quarterback. So Lots yeah, I'm like. with you. Three to one. Felt like a good price. So that I'll use that as my second, Sean. Okay. For this one is easy to me. It's easy. First non quarterback selected Kyle Pitts. Mm. Minus one twenty. I looked I, at this one. I just I mean, again. You laid out a case of why uh, Kyle Pitts could be a bust, and again, certainly there is a risk to drafting a quote-unquote tight end. Uh, you know, again, Daniel Jeremiah, pretty strong scouting guy, uh, history. We trust him. Yeah, seems like you know, not a hot takey guy. He's saying this is the best player in the draft. Period. Um, Which and certainly not natural best, to say. Best non-quarterback. I, I mean. Uh, in every mock draft I've seen, it seems like Kyle Pitts is going ahead of Jamar Chase, and at minus one twenty, it's certainly worth the shot. I mean, the scenarios of him going first out of the non QBs. I mean, really, you could he could go to the Dolphins. He could go. Can I, can I tell you where the, what 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 scared me off this? Sure, it's the scenario where the first four picks are quarterbacks, and okay. the Bengals take their take their linemen. That's true, and and because I thought about it, would the Bengals trade back? Would the would the Bengals be and then it then it gets weird because who are they trading? They're gonna have to trade back pretty far because all those teams behind them don't really want to trade up. Yeah, but also to the Bengals, don't I mean, they may go Kyle Pitts. There's no that's true. It, that has that scenario hasn't been talked about enough in my mind. I don't mind and, it. And I think again, I think I'm hearing a lot of rumblings about the Cowboys. And their love of Kyle Pitts, you know, <laughs> they tried to get Dallas Goddard. Uh, we snaked him from the Cowboys. That was a nice move by Howie Roseman. Um, I would not be shocked if they move up. If there's a little bit, of, I think, I think where they would consider it is if people trade up for the quarterbacks in the first four or first first five, all go uh, quarterback, and then they can move up to like five, six, whatever, and get Kyle Pitts or. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're right. I mean, maybe the Bengals' offensive line—that's where you get snake. And, and you know, don't. But look at now. minus one twenty, I I like the risk. But at some point, when everyone says you're the great best prospect, the greatest prospect, they're comparing you to Calvin Johnson. It, it becomes a ton of pressure. Yeah. And and I know it's pr- almost unfair for me to say like he has a high p- bust potential. Of course, anytime you take a tight end in the top five picks, it's going to crash hard if it crashes. Well, yeah. But I mean, also, like, I understand why he's going it's so a 50 high. 50 bust. I mean, you could just talk about, we should just record a video of I'd rather us saying every top 10 pick, naming them. And just saying he is not going to make it in the NFL. He's going to be a bust. Cause then four years from now, five of those videos are going to be like gems where we completely nailed that Mac Jones is going to be a bust. So, I mean, really your, your chances of making it period. I mean, the fact that you're in we, the top we, 10 is a high bust potential, but yeah. you, again, you laid out a good case for, for why you should avoid tight ends. And uh, look, I, I, I don't mind the play. Cause you're, you're not laying much in most scenario, most scenarios, the draft. I feel like there's only a couple vert like We've never seen four straight quarterbacks. If yeah. that happens, I think you could be in trouble, and that's the only version. But even to your point, maybe the Bengals just say "fuck it" and take this. You know, as Gettleman would get crushed for this, but gold jacket player. <laughs> well, also, and again, we'll see how the Shanahan draft and what he does with the third pick. But Shanahan, as far as uh, he's not up there, certainly, but. Why is Shanahan getting such a pass for this 49ers uh, 
run that he's had. I mean, he has held Kyle Shanahan again. I think he's a smart guy, but he's really it, gotten off pretty light. It, I think, and it, and it, certainly they've had some injuries. But I mean, I don't know, man. The the he's the he's a darling of a community yeah. that doesn't necessarily care about the outcome as much it's as they all, do the it's way like you analytics. do it. And so, it, yeah, I mean, like, he's he's they got oh, well, he was he's gonna be successful sixty six point six six repeating <laughs> percent of the time, and it's like no! great, but he's on a stretch where he hasn't been. Well, he has he, been successful. He made, he made one Super Bowl. And yeah. then other than that, two, six and six season, one, four and 12 season, 29 and 35 wins and losses well, and now. And you can make a ton of excuses, but I mean, you know, Doug Peterson got ran out of town for winning a super bowl and having a winning record. He Shanahan to me is getting a huge pass. Well, you just have to look in the mirror and see why. And it's it, again, at some point, it, what usually dooms a coach is their, their quarterback arrogance. Uh, they're they're thinking that they can make anyone great, and I think you see it with Jimmy G. I mean, you see it in Gruden's whole career. Like at some point, but that that that's why this move, well, trading up to number three, makes uh, no fucking sense. Well, here's the other side of it, and I've been thinking about this. We talked about this a little bit, but the the idea that I think they may have like overthought this and and convinced themselves that they could trade up to three, and even if they like, and then from there, maybe get even more value from a team that wants one of the guys that now, so let's leak that. We're going to take everyone. Let's, let's have someone let's, let's have my buddy leak that. I like Mac Jones. Then let's be super involved at Trey Lance's pro day. I mean, the odds are all over the place. That'll be the first thing to tell you, right? We got three guys less than four to one, four to one or less. So a lot of time spent talking on this scenario, but it is where the draft starts, right? No, like really, it's San, gets, the, gets San, the San Francisco pick is where it gets interesting. My third one, Sean, mm. 150K to win 75K. Total players drafted from Alabama, five and a half. I'm going over. Obviously, first round here. First round, sorry. Total first round players. I'll update the sheet, Sean. Okay. Uh, over five and a half. I, by my account, by my count, Sean, they're gonna there's gonna be seven. Yeah. I mean, right off the top, Sertain, Smith, and Waddle, those are hundred percent. Yeah. That that's a hundred, a hundred, hundred. Matt, would you say Mac Jones is Oh, you're right. Uh I mean ninety-five percent. Yeah. We don't want to say Mac Jones is a hundred percent. No, but I mean that's that's I think of those big five, maybe him and Trey Lance and Fields, maybe like each have a five percent chance of dropping think- to the second. Yeah, maybe probably even less than that though, honestly. I think it's a pretty, pretty strong uh I would be surprised if Mac Jones falls. Ju- Justin Fields won't be surprised. Um oh my computer's really struggling right now, but I was gonna look up or I, I was gonna pull up my list of the other Bama guys that I expect to go. Uh we have I'm trying to pull up the oh hold on, Sean. Talk talk for a second while my computer it is for this is Ryan's computer it, hard at work. It, it is for 20 Ryan's laptop got into the edible. My, my laptop <laughs> celebrating four twenty. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Ryan, no need to take the Lord's name in vain. I'm so, uh, not, not on this holy uh, of, uh, of all holidays. Well, why don't I throw in a uh, personal plug? I was just a guest on uh laugh lines, cousin Sal and Rachel Bonetta from uh, um, Fox sports. 
What did they? Uh, it's not now. Lock it in. What's the new uh, Fox Sports Bet Live? Yeah, Bet Live. Their uh, their program. They have their podcast called Laugh Lines. I was a guest on that. Dropping probably uh, while you're hearing our podcast, it should be out. So I'll tweet out a link to that. A lot of fun hanging out with the Cuz and uh, Rachel Bonetta. So check that out. Kramer, where are we at? All right. I, I mean, I'm still. I'm still working, but we'll we'll get through this anyway. the The point being, Leatherwood is is the next guy, the lineman. I would say he's probably as bit as much of a lock as Mac Jones. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, he's certainly in there. And then I would say uh, Najee Harris. I think we both like him to yeah. go. That get that gets you to six with Mac Jones and Leatherwood. And then the seventh is the uh, the the defensive lineman Barmore. Yeah. So, uh, maybe he doesn't squeak in. Maybe one of those guys fall. It's minus two hundred. Barmore is actually a guy I hope the Eagles avoid drafting because I was listening again. Craig Cassell does a ton of uh, awesome stuff on the draft, and uh, he was kind of off on uh, Barmore. Basically, like he was just a five star that was a five star. Yeah. And people are kind of. St- oh, he went to Alabama and and kind of. You know, when you actually break down the tape, it's not that impressive. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be fine, but I, I, I don't want to see the Eagles touch him in the high second round. Yeah, I mean, but he could go late first. Again, he's in the range, and so again, se- seven. I'm, I'm giving you. He, we only need six. It's minus two hundred. Uh, Sean, first offensive lineman drafted, Rashawn Slater plus two fifty, <coughs> throwing fifty k on that, and uh, to win one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Again, I, I just think this is closer to a 50 50 proposition. If you're going to give me two and a half to one on Slater, a lot of scouts, mock drafts have Slater graded higher. And, and Sewell, again, Dar- Daniel Jeremiah was kind of killing Sewell. They asked him on a, pardon my take, like one prospect that you think won't live up to the hype or is kind of not as good. And he, he pegged Sewell. So interesting. I, I think there's something with Sewell's measurables as well. The arm length. Again, if you're like supposed to be this Hall of Fame, you know, offensive tackle for ten years, the arm length just doesn't work. And and I think Slater's, I think again, Slater is just football guys like myself higher on Slater than Sewell. So uh, I, I think I think again, I think it's closer to a coin toss. So at, at plus two fifty, I, I like the odds there. I, you know, I I figured you would be on that one, so I didn't go down that. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of hoping he falls to the Giants. Although now I'm starting to hear uh, Gettleman very interested in trading back. Mm. Fully convinced now that Gettleman's nothing more than a puppet for the coach that he <laughs> he GMs for, and it, it, it's all rise, baby. Everything's going all right. Let's go, Hunter K. Kellen Mond to be a third round pick. I think someone, and this is plus two fifty by the way, so a hundred thousand to win two hundred fifty thousand. I think someone's going to fall in love with the fact that he was a big time prospect. He's got all the talent. Uh, you know, he learned under the tutelage of the great Jimbo Fisher. Uh, <laughs> and I think in the third round, you see uh, a lot of compensatory picks there at the end. I think it's 11 or 12. And you see teams like the Pats and the Saints have those, some of those picks. Yeah. Guys who are willing to use those compensatory picks on those developmental quarterbacks. Again, he has the tools. I know it's all over the place. I think the favorite is for him to go fourth, four, five range. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reach a little bit, but I say he goes in that compensatory re- region in the third round plus two fifty. This is gonna be the one that really makes makes my uh, my day. 
hundred K to win two fifty K. All right, this one I'm going huge on this. It's minus four hundred. But again, with some of these draft props, I think if it really is a true lock, I'm not afraid to lay a little chalk. Normally I, I'm shying away. I'm yeah. trying to find some dogs. But in the NFL draft prop market, I think there's some that are just underpriced where where it's clearly a lock situation. Like you know, I mean, for instance, we all know Zach Wilson's going number two to the Jets. So if you could get that at a reasonable price, it's worth laying some money. And to mm. me, it's not Trevor Lawrence, it's not Zach Wilson, but it's up there. First linebacker to be drafted, Mika Parsons at minus four hundred, is a stone cold lock to me. And at four hundred thousand to win a hundred thousand, uh, that feels great. So I'm I'm all over that. I I struggle to even find a. I mean, there's not many second round. There's not like many other linebackers that are really in a lot of first round mock drafts. One of the uh, linebackers who's kind of a a pass rusher, I think it's. And again, double double check how the book's grading it because maybe there's some three four edge rushers that are technically linebackers. But that being said, Mika Parsons the first linebacker. The guy that kept popping up when I looked into that one as well is I think it's Collins. Is it Collins from Tulsa? I, I I'm obviously not a draft Nick, but anyway, someone that the Patriots apparently like, and so versatile player, that kind of guy. But yeah, I, I, again, it seemed like he was a lock to be a top five player, like a surefire yeah. high floor dude that's just going to be day one contributing. So I, I it's it's Jamie odd Davis is, is that who we're talking about? He's the Kentucky linebacker. He's kind of a riser. A lot of like the deep film guys like him, but even those guys, they're not talking first half of the first round. It's like, he's going to sneak into the end of the first round. Yeah. So I, I mean, but, but there is the, I mean, I've seen mocks where Parsons goes late, like late teens. And sorry, so, it's, it's uh Jamon Davis. It's J M I N Davis jamming Davis. I I'm sure I'm fucking this guy's name up. So jamming Davis, but is, the, is the a pretty dude's a beast. And I know the Eagles won't take him in the first round, but God help us. If we use him on the 37th pick, I would be, I would be stoked. Uh, and I, I want to, I want to close the, close the loop because I, um, I think, I think it's uh, Zaven Collins is who I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, that the, the, I get apparently the Patriots are, are intrigued by. So my fourth one, Sean, yep. First pick by the Bengals, And this kind of falls into your earlier Kyle, the, the scenario we discussed with Kyle Pitts. But I think the Bengals go O line almost okay. certainly. Mm. Uh, plus one twenty is the price. Hundred grand to win one hundred twenty grand. I just think if you're a new smart franchise, you hired the smart coach that like kind of looks like uh, Sean McVay. Doesn't train his dog as well, but kind of looks <laughs> like that. Uh, you got you, you get the quarterback. The quarterback already got hurt once. You got to get the lineman. You're if. If there was any question, like if he was healthy last year, maybe they they could take Pitts. But even if Pitts is there, you gotta take the lineman. Now, maybe that lineman is Slater, maybe that lineman is is Sewell. I don't know, but you have to take him. You can't because if he gets hurt again, you could have prevented it. Right? Well, and, you could have got that. You could have taken the left tackle. So plus one twenty felt like a good price. Bengals first pick and offensive lineman. Now I think there is a world where Jamar Chase. I, I think there's some heat. There's some rumblings about Jamar Chase that the Bengals could take Jamar Chase. Now, do I think it's worth the opposite <sighs> side of this bet? No. I mean, 
you're basically getting plus one twenty. I, I get it. Which I I think it's less than a coin flip that Jamar Chase. Like to me in my head, rough. I'm saying like thirty percent chance. So I think if you're getting plus one twenty on O line, I I think that price is good. Yeah, and I get I get it. If you're Burrow, you want your boy to throw passes too. Yeah, but don't you also want to not get hurt again? <laughs> it seems like a no. I mean, again, I I was just reading. No, he I, thinks he's gonna play week one, so it's like you know. And again, everyone's like penciling in the Bengals for this jump up year. Not so fast. I, I think that ACL might take a little bit longer. First defensive lineman drafted again. This to me, it's not quite as much of a lock as Mika Parsons, first linebacker, but certainly up there. Quitty Pay at minus two hundred. The kid out of Michigan is just the consensus first defensive lineman drafted. Minus two hundred feels great. Uh, I didn't go crazy on the price. I I just laid sixty to win thirty. Real pussy. Uh, a little, you know. Again, I'm, they got to make the math work. I don't feel amazing about it. Jalen Phillips maybe squeezes up there, but at minus two hundred. And again, this is why I like. And I couldn't find it, um, but I know it's out there. Is <laughs> Detroit Lions uh, first pick will be a defensive oh, player? Yeah. Because I, I again, kind of with a similar angle for uh, Mika Parsons. Couldn't you see the Detroit Lions taking a Michigan player, a edge pass rusher? Like uh, the the formula just kind of fits, and I don't know. They just seem like they're ready to make a splash on the defensive side of the ball. See, I I still, yeah, I I I think that I think you're right. I think you nailed it. I think the Miami. I think one of them. I I still I'm still gonna go with Bruce. Like one of the Miami guys, Phillips or Rousseau, is gonna get. It could randomly just go early because someone likes them. Yeah, but uh, I mean, again, quitty pay at minus two hundred. This is very unlike you to be a fucking Ashy Larry over here. No, so. I mean, I got I'm going heavy dogs uh, in the <laughs> second half, Kramer. Don't worry, don't worry <laughs> I'm about worried. that. Oh, talking Roman. That's right. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out when the base is loaded. Best golfers miss some uh, miss some putts, hit some three putts. I mean, hell, Xander. Put in the drink, mistakes happen. You know, you're not up to your game. Again, if you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But let's be honest, if it's bothering you, might be bothering your partner. All you gotta do is go to getroman.com slash SGP. And again, I, I know, you know, ED, not the easiest thing to talk about. The great thing is, you don't have to go to a doctor's office to do it. You can do it uh, with a virtual medicine. Uh, you get a free online evaluation. They hook you up with all the sort of, uh, you know, whatever kind of care you need for ED. Licensed healthcare professional. Can't stress this enough. If you're getting your ED fixed, you want to go with a licensed healthcare professional. Again, they ship you if again if medication is the way to go, shipping those pills free, two day shipping, whole whole process, straightforward, discreet. Again, you don't want to be driving across town, sitting in the doctor's office, having that awkward conversation. It's it's great. You just do it over the Zoom, knock it out. Nothing to. Uh, you don't need to feel bad. Get, get a little pep in your step. Get your confidence back. Go to getroman.com/sgp. Complete the online visit. And again, all you got to do: getroman.com/sgp. You can get fifteen dollars off your first month. And again, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Getroman.com/sgp and save fifteen bucks on your first month of treatment. 
of course, Gramer in the in the YouTube chat room getting a lot of love for your uh, Papal Moose. I appreciate that. And Sean, <laughs> can I have a moment, please, with the audience? Sure. So speaking of going to the doctor, this is unsolicited, mm. by the way. And this is not the views of Roman, but the, here, uh, just a little little something to plant the seed in some dudes. Maybe they're not going to the doctor. Maybe they're yeah. Well, and again, you should go to the doctor because uh, if you're having ED, it could be if you have something uh, with your heart, like the blood's not getting. Not yeah, getting I mean, to your unit. It's you you could have a heart attack. They, like they you say, should go. Yeah, they say if, if your dick's not working, it's probably it's like a they check say it's engine a good thermometer. Yeah. Check engine light. Check it in. Yeah. It's uh, a dipstick of the human body. Your dick stick. If your but, dick stick isn't working. Here's the thing. You you cut you come back from the situation and be like, look, uh, you you have this like open emotional moment with your lady or 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 your your guy or your or your thay. And and you explain that you know one of the things you learn, just like with an old car, Sean, mm. is activity is a good thing. Yeah, pulling it out of the garage every once in a while is a good thing. <laughs> so maybe you know you're dealing with a little back problem. It's like ah, you know, I think it could be <laughs> a, a product. Up. That I'm maybe I'm backed up and it's it's hitting my uh, herniated I disc. Know when to call. So again. Just you know, I, I like we uh, we're a group here. We're just musing, throwing what throwing uh, ideas off the Starting wall. Starting some conversations sling about men sling <laughs> slinging pickles against the window, and I figured to let people know like that's not a bad outcome because then you can say you know it's part of the rehab and recovery yeah, process. Exactly. So it's it's, it's prescribed and medicinal, with that, medicinal boners. What better word? Speaking world of things that rise, Sean uh, Justin Fields over four and a half. Plus one thirty, okay. Hundred grand to win one thirty. I'm telling you, this he's this year's Aaron Rodgers. Whatever metaphor you want to use, uh, uh, nothing against you, Justin Fields. I hate Ohio State, and I do think that one of these five quarterbacks we do we're gonna have a Josh Rosen in the bunch. <laughs> I I think, yeah. Who, which team have you heard come out? And say that they love Justin Fields. Have you heard the smoke screen? No, you no, haven't I mean, even heard the smoke screen. Well, and here's the scenario: basically, you're just betting that the Falcons won't draft Justin Fields, right? Or I guess maybe the 49ers, but I don't know. Like to me, the 49ers He's even it, money right now to go to the 49ers, and, and which I just well then, but th that's a stupid bet because why wouldn't you take under four and a half? Versus even money. Let's say you thought he was going to the 49ers. Why yeah. wouldn't you give yourself? Because uh, if his over pick. unders at four and yeah. a half. No, I, I'm with. And, you. and I think maybe yeah, there's a world where the Falcons take him. But I, again, you had there was some juice involved there. Minus 150. Yeah, but I think he's the one that squeezed out for sure. But yeah, so I and I would go a step further. I, I think that if I my sources and I you know obviously I'm not going to reveal my sources, but my sources close to the relatively close to the situation. Tell me that uh, Justin Fields not um, maybe needs an upgrade in the processing unit. Uh, he's not operating with the database. I, I don't think I don't think he's done well up on the whiteboard, as they say. Oh, really? And okay. so I think part of the reason you're not hearing shit about him is because that always scares teams, right? Because yeah. he shows up on the field, the arm talent looks great, the legs look great, but you get him in the the room and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and and the, and the teams they they, they don't want to be wrong about this so they don't want to smoke scream how, how well good and they don't want to they don't want to tip everyone off either but so that's it, why that probably is 
floating a little yeah. underground. Again, if there's a if there's a guy I expect to slip, it's Justin Fields out of this quarterback group. I'm taking over four and a half. Stoked to get plus one thirty. Okay. You're up. What am I doing here? All right, I'm laying forty thousand dollars to win fifty six thousand dollars plus one forty dog. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers draft a running back. Patty C laid out a good case yeah. for uh, a running back for the Steelers. Nice. It feels like they're covered pretty well with the receiver position. I don't see them doing something at the quarterback spot late in the first round. Running back just makes sense, and by all accounts, they can have the top running back in the class. So I think that appeals to the Steelers. And I, again, uh, with a nice price there, plus one forty. I feel like, I feel like I probably <laughs> like part of me wants to bet this and the Najee Harris bet and just enjoy it when he they, I get both with the same bet. <laughs> uh, but I no, because I, I yeah, you're right. I think it could be Najee Harris for sure. Obviously, he is the odds-on favorite to be the first running back. I'm more confident he's the he's taken in the first round than I am that the Steelers take a running back. Yeah, and again, I I think it's um, I think this is like one of two positions they draft, but at plus one forty, I like I like the price. The price is great. All right, next up, Homer action. All right, Mm. I watched this guy uh, easily. The best thing on Virginia Tech this past year was Khalil Herbert. If you watched any Virginia Tech games when he was healthy, he was almost unstoppable. Granted, pretty good offensive line as we now know. Another a tackle going in the first round. Uh, Herbert's over under is one eighty two and a half. Sean, that puts him towards the end of the fifth round. I- I'm telling you, this is the kind of runner that someone who runs a zone scheme is going to take in the third, fourth, probably I'll say fourth round. He is physical, and most importantly, when you put on the tape, he knows how to find the hole. He knows how to hesitate, slow down, let the hole open up, develop. Guys you know what? Get penetration. One of your Shanahan's, your McVeigh's, is going to see him on tape and see the physicality and see it in the ACC at Virginia Tech and see what he did against some of those Virginia, uh, those ACC teams, and say, "I'm going to take a shot on that." Definitely before the end of the fifth round. So, Khalil, was he, did, uh, how is he as a pass catcher out of the backfield? Again, he he was useful. Like he, there well, was, and and because I I think um, and I could be wrong, but I heard the Eagles. He was on their list. I've seen of like running backs they're interested I, in. I mean, it's not often I've I've been excited about a running back of Virginia Tech lately, and that was kind of Justin Fuente's thing. Like he has, he runs, you know, he runs this high speed offense that can really run the ball. Like that's what he's trying to do. And this was the first guy that they've had that it looked like shit. Like this dude's good. And uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'll be shocked if he falls that far. I'm putting 115 thousand to win 100 thousand, minus 115 under the 182nd and a half pick, Sean. All right, my top 10 uh, pick, Patrick Sertain, the mm. second will be a top 10 pick, minus 160, putting 160k on it to win 100 thousand dollars. I mean. Again, it does. We we mocked him to the Cowboys, and I know I keep talking about well, the Cowboys maybe going Kyle Pitts. But let, let's role play it though. If the Cowboys trade out, let's say they trade up for Pitts. Yeah. Uh, if but then one of the teams they trade down for, I, I don't know. It just I mean, he could go to the Lions. He could go to the Panthers, the Broncos. Like uh, this seven, eight, nine, ten, all in the even even the Dolphins. I know they haven't been linked to him, but. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I, I think is just a sweet spot for a cornerback. Um, I think he's. I, but and I maybe also, I'm hedging my bets here with Mika Parsons as well. 
being the first defensive player, but I, I, I just feels like he's a top 10 guy. Yeah. Someone's going to talk themselves into getting a cornerback in the top 10 is what I'm angling at. And yes. he's pretty much consensus. Number one, uh cornerback now we'll Yeah. I mean, JC horn who I like, but I, it seems like everyone has certain higher. I mean, it's kind of a weird year. Cause you always, generally you have a cornerback, maybe some sort of defensive back and some sort of defensive lineman that are that go much higher. I think you could also have that the team's trying to trade out. Could, could someone come up to get the top cornerback with the eighth pick with, with the, the with the seventh pick, if the, if Denver has traded up at this point is are, whoever they traded with, are they trading back some more? And is someone coming up for, I, I, I like this one as well. I just didn't want to do the same thing as you. So for my, uh, for my next one, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm standing on the Island. We already have a Zach Wilson minus one fifty in our pocket. Uh, and we were giving out Mac Jones uh, minus one fifty. It's back to even money. Yeah, I'm gonna stand on that island. Uh, hundred grand to win a hundred grand. I, look, I, I think you know. Consider, consider, consider what Mac Jones may bring to your team, and consider what Kyle Shanahan may want on his team. I know it's fun to think he wants one of these mobile quarterbacks, but I, I, just th- look at every single. Just look at every single quarterback. That Shanahan, his dad, fucking Gary Kubiak. What do they all have in common? Well, and they can roll out and they can distribute the ball at an above average level. Now, what concerns me about Mac Jones, like this isn't necessarily a personal pick. I do think they traded up for Mac Jones, which wouldn't make me excited. No. Uh, but I think that's who they're traded up for because I think they saw Mac Jones. Like I said, I said this the other night. Mac Jones can walk into an offense with talent around him and be and understand what his role is because it's the fucking role he had at Alabama. And it's a very similar situation. Physical, Ayuk, Samuel, the running game that Shanahan has confidence he will always be able to 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 have a productive one just like Alabama. Like at some point, if you're Shanahan, to your point, he understands. He criticizes himself, I'm sure, that he's like, "What the fuck? I just need a guy that can drive the car." And he well, knows it, Mac Jones can drive the car. He doesn't know if Justin Fields can, and he definitely doesn't know if Trey Lance can. Wait till they get him up on the whiteboard. Doesn't know the gas from the brake. Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I got pretty excited on that one. I know you're strong. That, remember Mac Jones that Mac to- Jones clip. Um. Correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, it feels like it kind of got leaked that Mac Jones was the guy at the third. Now the odds reflected it, but then there was like all this other buzz, like Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Uh, I mean, you know, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. I, Sean, I found no. I I did a little deep. I looked it, into it. This. Feels like I found the, no evidence of anyone related to the team saying anything about Justin Fields, and I think the Trey Lance thing. Is the overcorrection to be like, oh shit, let's make it look like we want someone else. Maybe we can trade down one pick. Well, and again, I've heard rumors of them trading down to four and still getting Mac Jones. Exactly. A- and 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 the the Falcons actually trading up to get Justin Fields. Again, you're hearing all this stuff right now. Who knows what? But it, to me, all the all the people that don't that don't have Mac Jones going number three, I feel like it's the media and the narrative of like they don't, they feel like it's 
maybe no, they watched Justin Fields no. pro day. That's what happened. And they're and not, they saw the pictures of Mac Jones with his shirt off and, and maybe That's they're, they're not wrong that, that Justin Fields is a better prospect. And they feel like they feel like Justin Fields is being done dirty. You heard Stephen A. Smith going, going out like this is bullshit. He's sliding. This is bullshit. And like people in the media are upset that Justin Fields is sliding. I mean, but again, it's just personal preference, whatever, you know, all these other storylines to me, him going number three is the media wanting it to happen and putting it out there via the mock drafts. But if you look at the guys who I like are really tuned in, I mean, Daniel Jeremiah was basically explaining when the trade broke, he was saying, I think this is for Justin Fields, maybe Trey Lance. And he's texting with someone in the 49ers organization going, you have it wrong. He goes, well, well, I, what do you mean? I have it wrong. If it's not those two, I'm going to fall out of my chair. If it's Mac Jones. And he goes, well, you might want a mattress next to your chair. So if someone's leaking that out, I think, I think they initially were fine with the news leaking out that it was Mac Jones because they weren't going to trade out and they knew who one and two were. Uh, but then as it went along, they're like, Hey, they started to get cute. And they're like, why don't we pretend we want Trey Lance or I, Justin Fields? I think that and, and the other version is they got very cute and they figured they could trade out and they got stuck with it and they they don't want to they they don't really they want Mac Jones but they want him but later. But then why did if they wanted Mac Jones did they have to trade up? I, I, and again, I think football people like Mac Jones. Well, what does that say about what the Falcons are going to do? Does it tell you that the forty nine or Shanahan prop maybe a relationship? Uh, are there any connect? Like, why would they? Why would they have to go all the way to three? Why would they think they need to go all the way to three? Well, because I think they I think, know Atlanta is going to take. Like, because Cincinnati think, not in the quarterback market. No, no but I, I think mean? I think they probably realized they couldn't get an honest answer out of Atlanta okay. whether or not they wanted a quarterback. And I don't think Atlanta has officially made the decision because it seems like the owner maybe wants to move on, and then the head coach is like. No, I want to win now. Let's play Matt Ryan. The owner wants to build for the future and like get a get a legit long term quarterback in there. Well, and it's it like at that point you are kind of making one of those decisions. Like, are these we know the top two? Or we think the top two guys are definitely two guys. Kind of feels like the other three guys are being pushed up there because yeah. they're three, four, and five. Well, and it's and it's just a quarterback. And, thing, and I right? think I think you know Trey Lance was always kind of going to be a prospect, but his his red flags are the kind of red flags you, that scare you at the NFL level, which are like accuracy. Yeah. You can't be super accurate in college, like at the FCS level. That's that's potentially a problem. So anyway, long long way uh, way to talk about it. I think it's your pick, right? It Mac, is my Mac pick. Jones third pick. New York Giants select. Devonta Smith plus 250, 35 to win 87 5. Again, you know, if you look at needs, there's a glaring need at the offensive line, there's a glaring need at the quarterback position. But I think, and again, uh, you know, Gettleman has been, I, I think I mentioned this on the other podcast, but he is, he's been a pretty open book when it comes to who they like and what they're going to do in the draft. And he has fallen in love just yeah. from the stuff I've seen casually uh, with Devonta Smith, which you can you know understandable. No. You watched the national championship Heisman, game, uh, winning receipt. You know, I mean, he won the Heisman, won all these awards. Like I, I get it, nice burst. <laughs> Gettleman, first time he saw him was the national championship. <laughs> Fell out flipped, of the seat, flipped, flipped it on, and you know he's just all in. Oh. I'll say this. I mean, at, at at again, this to me. 
is a price thing, and at plus two fifty, I like it. Yeah, I, mean, I think you know. First of all, Devonta Smith has to make it there. I think that's what one of the things that true. is scary about this one. But again, there's also stuff that Devonta Smith is now the third receiver. But, and and I I think if he does get there, Gettleman will definitely be looking hard. I think there's two yeah. guys if they're there. Gettleman's going to have a hard time uh, with the next thing I'm going to say. I think if if Slater or or Devonta Smith are there, it's going to be interesting. But I think the the news, the information coming out of the building, Sean. Yeah. I I really I truly believe Gettleman could be trading back for the first time mm. if the if players are not there. I think he sees how deep the offensive line, specifically the offensive line situation is. And he knows how many teams. Well, you had you had them uh, getting that the offensive line from USC. Elijah maybe, Vera talk, talk yeah, it, and yeah. maybe maybe a bit of a reach at that spot, so maybe they can get him at like fifteen. He's pretty much going if he's available to the Chargers. Most mocks have the Chargers oh, you're taking right. him there because they can't trade past the Chargers. And, and so I I hear I, I think there's just I think there's a good amount of like O line talent, and if you want to trade back, get a, maybe a second round, maybe a third round pick. I, I think it wouldn't be the worst thing, um, especially if you have a guy you really like. Yeah. Now. Ryan, let's save because you know. have a you have a prop bet coming up about no. the Giants. Perfect transition spot. Little tease for the audience. But again, we don't really tease you guys. We're giving out free picks, free content. We got mini podcasts. That's right. Mini podcasts. Under three minutes. That's why they call it mini. You can get them over at Riffer, sports gambling podcast.com slash Riffer. Dropping some riffs. R-I-F-F-R. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Riffer. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash riffer. Micropods, fun, easy. They got a whole community on there, bunch of and it's a great way to just like run through a bunch of you can listen to 10 podcast episodes in uh half an hour it, or it, less. If I may, Sean, it's yeah. perfect for the community that love the time codes in our podcast description. Yeah. Yeah, know? because you know immediately you see, oh hey, three-minute clip on uh NFL draft prep. I'm gonna clip that. Also, we're on Better Than Vegas. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV takes you right to our Better Than Vegas profile. Better than dot Vegas. Make sure you follow our profile over there. And uh yeah, what can I say? Every damn day giving out free video picks. Pick Dundee going hard with his uh weird Australian accent that he's uh standing by. We got uh Kramer doing some BTV picks, myself, Moonoff, aka the machine. Mm, the machine. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. That's Boston Capper giving out some golf plays. Again, Georgia Brooks giving you some basketball love every Monday. Check us out, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Before the break, Ryan, we teased a New York Giants mm. first round prop bet. And I'm looking at this and I like it a lot. I, I like it almost as much as mine, but lay it on us. Giants first pick will be an offensive lineman. Three to one. And uh, while you know you're definitely plugging yourself in, if you're you're reading about how much Gettleman is yeah. smitten for Devonta Smith, but again, I think the the theme of this season was to get players to truly evaluate Daniel Jones, uh, make it just about like there's no excuses. I mean, I can now. give you that evaluation. <laughs> and I think. Honestly, I, 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 the reason I mocked Elijah Vera Tucker is I think there's a very real scenario if Slater drops, 
Uh, if it's Vera Tucker, if they trade back and take one of the other guys, maybe it's Leatherwood later in the round. The guys that can plug in day one and start. And I think if you get that at create that offensive line uh, depth, whether it's starter or backup, if it's a backup, that means that means someone's playing well. That's the missing piece to me. And also you take an offensive lineman and you're wrong about Daniel Jones. You still have a nice young offensive line on the rise. So I think this would give them like a solid core of guys they've drafted over the last couple years. And that's the kind of like championships are built around those offensive lines that got drafted over like that two, three year stretch. And they all played together for a little yeah. while. So uh, three to one felt that's, that's a great price. I'll be honest. I, I don't really know. I don't really have a sense of where else they might go. They maybe Mika Parsons is intriguing because of the well, pen, the, pens. There's clearly I, a Penn I do State think connection. That Devonta Smith is is like I just laid out. The he, case, Waddle but. Waddle and Smith. If Waddle and Smith are there, I think you know one of the things they talked about a lot was Galladay kind of answers one question, but they still they still want more explosion. And uh, so I, I keep hearing that, but but just but, give him more tools. That's all he needs. But but the way that Joe, like if 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 Gettleman truly is just a puppet for the coach uh, that's employed at that time, like I I think what Joe Judge potentially would see is that we like a lot of guys. You never want to take someone at the top of your tier. You want to wait to the end. Let's trade back and get more equity, more bullets, right? Mm. And. It's a, it's a strange thing because I I think we're going to be in a situation where one of the guys that they don't want to pass up on are there, so it won't be the case. But I do think trading down is going to be like the Giants never trade down ever. So this is very exciting for me, Sean. Ryan, I got a plus eight hundred dog here. Denver Broncos select Justin Fields, ten thousand to win eighty thousand. Again, to me, this is just a little. A little mispriced. I I know. Oh, that's interesting. I know they're in the mix for Trey Lance, and certainly that. I mean, again, that is Elway will nut himself if Fields falls to him. Now that I think about it, I, maybe I he mean, won't right? Like a mobile quarterback. The only thing played is at a big program. Elway likes Locke. That's the thing. He really the does. Elway, like Elway does like Locke, and this is kind of a bet against. I mean, so just look at the Broncos, their other picks, and tell me what you like better, but. Uh, Rashawn Slater plus seven hundred, Mika Parsons plus four hundred, Mac Jones six hundred, Trey Lance two hundred. But to me, if they go quarterback, Fields at plus eight hundred, it's just a better value than. I don't see them going Mac Jones because we just haven't heard anything about that. I kind of like the Colorado North Dakota connection. Like that's a good selling no, point, you know. Trey Lance two to one. That's and again. I think they're in the mix for Trey Lance. I still have Trey Lance going to the Washington football team. They're going to do whatever it takes to get Trey Lance. And I gave I that out it. as a prop bet you, you at plus 400. Um, but again, Broncos are in the mix of Trey Lance. I'd rather take four times the odds on Justin Fields. Sean, we got a caller. We do on the locker room line. What's up my man, John. How you guys doing? Money never sleeps, fellas. Oh, never what's that? sleeps. Cheers. Cheers, John. Thanks for calling yeah. in, man. What what do you what do you like in the NFL draft? I'm I'm looking at this one and this is one I like. You guys, um, Sean, you were talking about Devontae Smith being drafted by the, the Giants. Um Devontae Smith drafted first over Jalen Waddle. 
which one is drafted first? I'm seeing Devontae Smith plus 110. Jalen Waddle being minus 140. Am I missing something here, fellas? Those odds have swung recently too, then, because I, I think, and that's what you were just noting, Sean, that Devontae Smith maybe has become the third guy, which means Waddle is the second guy. Yeah, it, it seems like um again, it seems like a true coin toss, Jong. So if you're giving me plus one ten one side and minus one forty the other, I'm taking the plus one ten. But it it really does seem team by team. I think the Eagles, they won't obviously announce this, but I think they actually have Waddle graded higher. And I, I think some of the other teams in that mix have Waddle graded slightly higher huh. than Devonta Smith. And I think we're getting cute with that. We we just no, we, I, we were again, discussing this earlier, but uh in the office I, it does seem like you can nitpick that Devonte Smith looks small. He looks light. Maybe he's going to get bu- like man coverage. You can bump him. Uh, people could try to do that. Like sometimes dudes are just really good at being slippery. Yeah. I, I think Randy, not to compare him to Randy Moss and Randy Moss, probably a slightly more of a physical specimen, but Randy Moss was not exactly a giant dude. And so sometimes dudes just haven't. And Devontae Smith, like you can't just roll out against Ohio State, five stars all over the field, and do that. Like he's good, finds the open space. He's just he's really good. Anyway, yeah. any anything else you like, John? Uh, last one here. Um, Trey Lance draft position Ooh. over six and a half minus one fifteen. Now, are is is the Atlanta going to trade down, and 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 is Trey Lance going to going to be drafted by someone that moves up to the fourth? But Trey Lance over six and a half, or should I take the under? They're both like minus one fifteen, minus one twenty five. Well, so either way, maybe you, much. I, I my you can almost take the over and then play the Redskins draft Trey Lance yeah. because then you can hedge your bet. Because to Sean's point, I don't. Is anyone else? Tra- are the Broncos trading up to get Lance? Well, if they do, I, I think here's what you have in your back pocket. The teams like the Broncos and the uh, and the Washington Football teams, <laughs> the uh, the Redskins there, they're you know they may trade up for him, but I, I to your point, I don't think you're going to have to trade up that high because Cincinnati doesn't need a quarterback. Miami, even though they do need a quarterback, they don't need a quarterback according to them. Atlanta Falcons, I think if they do go quarterback. Mm. They go Justin Fields. I'd go but over. I, yeah. I, I think the only way you get screwed is if the Falcons take him at four. Um, I, I know some people have thought about Trey Lance going to the 49ers. I just don't see it. I know our buddy Terrell, uh, SGPN contributor, he got a yeah, he I got a Trey Lance at plus four hundred, which the market has moved, so the price is right. But I would still take the over at six and a half because then you get the Lions, uh, who again probably wouldn't draft him, but a good trade up spot. Um, same seven, eight, nine, right there feels like a sweet spot for him. And then again, he could fall all the way to the Patriots or Washington trading up. So yeah, I, I would go over there. Appreciate you, fellas. Let it ride. Hell yeah, Let John. Ride, Thanks, man. And you can hear uh, John calling in mock draft a podcast as well, giving out some picks. All right, Kramer, my last Ugh. draft prop. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles plus five hundred. Select Jalen Waddle. Five fifty thousand to win two hundred and fifty thousand. Again, I mean price. That's where he went in our mock draft. Um he went to the uh went to the Eagles. And I kind of think like so look at these other prices. Devonta Smith plus three hundred certain. 
plus 300 Waddle plus 500 JC Horn plus 600 uh, Mika Parsons plus 600. You can take that off. They're not drafting a linebacker there. Rashawn Slater plus 800. Can I make a bold prediction? Maybe, but they would really have to be cleaned out. Um, and I don't think they would take Slater at 12. I, I really don't. Unless, unless Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, Patrick Sertain, and JC Horner gone. Like it with just I don't Slater see it. and Waddle on the board. Yeah. The Giants trade back with the Eagles. I I think that's a possibility, but I think they would just not overthink it and that take would, Slater. That would blow my but mind. But there's rumors about the Eagles trading up back to an eight or a nine uh, spot mm. with the Carolina Panthers. But look, I love the five to one price. I think again, the 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 bet is really you're betting against him being available, and so the trade up or, obviously yeah. helps that. And and, the, and again, they have eleven picks in this draft. They're not going to make eleven picks, so they're nope. going to trade up at some point. And again, they have a bunch of picks next year. So if they see their guy, and I keep getting the feeling that Waddle is their guy. If Waddle's drafted super high, I do think Sertain's the next guy, but at plus 300, I don't like it. Now, Devonta Smith, I think the Devonta Smith is kind of like if he falls to them at that spot. But I think if they had their choice, they would probably take Waddle over Smith. I think so. Now, I, I think Smith goes before Waddle. Personally, I, I think there there will be a team that well, just so, but, fall, fell in love with his. But again, ability. that's why I like. That's why I like. Um, I'm kind of with you there. I think Smith will go ahead of Waddle, and I think the teams like the Dolphins and Lions, if they do go receiver, they probably go Devonta Smith. Although now all there's, there's all this late heat about the Dolphins being on Waddle. So, um, gun to my head, like like what basically John was saying. I think it's a true coin toss. So if I'm getting plus odds yeah. on Devonta Smith, I think you take well, it. If it's Waddle, that's because the quarterback is saying he wants Waddle. If you're the Dolphins, yeah. Right? Well, and the uh, Jalen Hurts is making a case for uh, for uh, Waddle as well. So maybe maybe there is something to it. And again, I don't want to knock Smith because I do think he could succeed. But just watching, I don't know, man. Just watching the film, yeah. and again, who knows how bad that ankle is? Again, we don't really know their medical <laughs> shit. Uh, and that's always a good yeah, out in case it doesn't work out. But I, I just watching the YouTube stuff, that Waddle kid looks like a receiver to me. Uh, yeah. More, just looks like a guy I've seen in the NFL before more than Devonta Smith. And maybe it's just yeah, the size. But you don't see guys that look like Randy Moss all the time, Sean. That's True. All. I mean, that's anyway. <laughs> they're they're so they're so fast. They're slow. Last next one, level. Ne- next level prop here, Sean. Mister Irrelevant. Ooh. Will be on the offensive side of the ball. It's even money, thirty-five grand to win thirty-five grand. Uh, why you say? Why would you? You're just guessing, right? You're just yep. well, well. Defense is minus one ten. I think it was. No, in fact, I went and I looked since the draft expanded to seven uh, seven round or contracted to seven rounds. They used to do like fifty rounds. <laughs> since it contracted uh, to seven rounds in nineteen ninety four, we've had twelve. Count them: twelve defenders, fourteen offensive players, and one kicker in the Mister Relevant spot. But you look over the last ten years; it's six to four 
It's really been trending that way, Sean. The league is being taken over by offense, <laughs> Mister Irrelevant. The offense, at a minimum, should be m- negative odds. Well, and it's then I, I, I kind of like that. Uh, isn't there the special teams one at 11, plus eleven hundred? I kind of uh, like that because okay. I can see. So glad you went there because I may I have also. Research, I've right? also deep dived kickers being drafted, and what I noticed. We have a recent recency situation going on here where more kickers are being drafted than ever, especially in the seventh round. All right. We've had 25% of the kickers taken in the seventh round have been taken over the past four years. Count them four years. It's trending that direction. We expect to see at least one taken this year, Sean. In the seventh round, so maybe it's the last pick of the draft. Why not? Yeah, I mean, at eleven to one, that and that's also a fun, uh, just a fun bet, entertainment-wise, Ryan. As a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a fun trivia question. Since 1994, same years, how? Give me the most, the t- no, most amount of kickers who have been taken. Kickers and punters who have been taken in a single draft. Total? Total. In a draft. This is just place kickers, actually. Place kickers and punters. I don't know. Ten? Just I, it might just be place kickers. Three. Drafted. Oh, okay. Then that well, all right. I three. Yeah, I guess I've not Most done that. Ever. Math. So there's been a whole bunny a whole bunch of years with three, but it's been three. That's it. Okay. So ten, I was way off. I I went down the rabbit hole that was <laughs> just not needed. Never going to get that time back. But we are going to go, Mister Irrelevant, offensive player. All right, I like it. Oh man, so much fun! Countdown to draft is on Thursday. Live Talking stream UFC releasing the Stone Labanowitz mm. interview, FCS playoff bracket, and the FCS playoff challenge to win some cold hard cash again. Drop those reviews in over at Apple Podcasts every Monday, giving out free gear. Hashtag Merch Monday, and uh, I have not heard from the winner. Oh, what of, do you mean? Uh, of Monday's Merch Monday, so they, they don't like uh, merch. Head over to at Gambling Podcast. Have Check they out not the tweet. The headband. The headband is fly, Ryan. <laughs> Again, if you just search the hashtag Merch Monday or go to at Gambling Podcast, uh, you can see the review. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick here. For the uh, gentleman or lady, but I can't wait. You know, the thing I'm looking forward to. One of the things I'm looking forward to a lot when things get back to normal. No, oh, they're back to uh, normal. We have to. Well, I'm saying like when uh, like city intramural leagues start again. Get just get the SGP team going. All have to wear a headband though. <laughs> Nick Dizzle seventeen. These guys provide great advice from betting to DV- DFS and everything in between. Hmm, Love the you. cast of characters and banter. As well, so that's Nick Dizzle seventeen. Hit me up, Nick Dizzle, trying to get you your gear. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Hell of a cast of characters, Sean <laughs> Kramer. Let it ride.